0: This Week in Agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network with a look at markets. I'm Randy Conan. Grain markets ended the week mostly lower. U.S. Commodities President Don Rose says traders were taking risk premium out of the grain markets on Friday.
1: Looks like we're going to get an open planting window in uh, the gut slot of the Corn Belt here as things clear out here until next Sunday. That's not true necessarily in the northern plains, so that's going to be a focal point uh, that we'll look at uh, early next week. But, you know, it was a liquidation phase with the uh, weather pattern maybe improving.
0: Corn Belt marketing market analyst Sam Hudson says planting and weather concerns does have the wheat continuing to lead these markets.
1: A lot of this is still on the heels of what we saw uh, you know, from India yesterday, you know, kind of flip-flopping on you know, talking about uh, you know being able to fill a hole in exports, and then turning around and, and talking about uh, you know lack of production, you know potentially creating a shortfall there, and, and you know some claim that they may end up in a situation where they actually have to import wheat. So, I think that odd again, off again has created a, a bit of you know back and forth in this market, and you know in the meantime, corn and beans are still looking at the potential for what warmer weather across the Midwest next week and maybe some better planning progress
0: ever ag market analyst Brett O'Connell says planting progress will be a b- even bigger factor as we move through the month of May.
1: You know, there's a saying that we say around the office, it's not late until it's late. And while we're now, you know, have we've turned the calendar to May, it's going to start gaining some weight. But I think the deeper you run into May and if you continue to see lagged progress, I think that mounts pressure on this market to move back higher and build back in additional risk premium potentially.
0: Martinson Ag Risk Management President Randy Martinson said are the livestock market has been reacting to the action in the grain markets. Not exactly taking well to the strength in the grains of course it seems like we have to see the grains give up a little bit for meats to see a little bit of strength i also think the uh, the cattle market is especially looking towards this afternoon to see just what the fed is going to announce but cattle sluggish here i mean we're seeing a little bit of a mixed performance on the live cattle waiting for cash to trade there same scenario in the Peters as they're waiting to see what corn's decision is going to be for the day Global Commodity Analytics and Consulting President Mike Zuzulo said the livestock markets are testing some support levels.
2: I can't say I'm upset about that because of the way the stock market has been acting. Um, I think it's good that we keep the prices in a range here and don't shoot you know, retail prices exceptionally higher as we get ready for summer grilling season. I want to think that the June fat cattle are trying to check last week's lows of around 132, 132.50 area. And if they hold that, that could be a low for the next 30 to 60 days, especially given that our cash prices in the plain states are still running about 140-ish.
0: Van On and Company Market Analyst Christy Van On says these livestock markets have been fairly weak.
1: It's surprising given just, you know, where you see um, corn trading right now, especially for feeder cattle when you look at there. Um, but we have had a decent run lately in feeder cattle, so that's where you're seeing, hey, we're finding a little bit of a pullback. We'll see if we're able to stabilize here. For the most part, live cattle really consolidating into a pretty narrow range. It's been the hog markets so that have been the bigger mover out of the two gapped higher. Uh, and we'll see if we're able to hold that. But for now, live cattle trying to just figure out what to do with cash trade and see what we can find moving forward.
0: Agrisample North America market analyst Sterling Smith says the Fed's interest rate hike is causing a lot of anxiety, and the currency markets are very shaky. the
1: culprit here interest rates 10-year yield is now at 3.08 this is the highest in three and a half years this is the highest print for the move and this is the first time we've been
2: above three percent
0: that's a look at markets this week in agriculture i'm
2: randy conan life on the farm can be challenging but every day shouldn't feel hard or out of your control Soy Help resources are available year-round for farmers and others who may be struggling. And May, during Mental Health Month, is a good time to take stock of your own stress level and of those around you. American Soybean Association, United Soybean Board, and Soy States care and want farmers to feel okay seeking help. Find out more at soygrowers.com or on social media, hashtag soy help. Be listening for Crop Watch every Tuesday during Agriculture
0: Today on many of these Red River Farm Network stations. We'll travel a different part of our listening area every Tuesday and report what farmers, crop consultants, extension specialists and crop experts have to say. Join us each Tuesday at 12:37 for Crop Watch. It's a great way to hear about crop and weather conditions all across the Northern Plains. Crop Watch, brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services and BASF, your partner for better dry bean solutions.
3: With a look at this weekend news, I'm Kara Hart on the Red River Farm Network. The Food and Agricultural Policy Research Institute updated its baseline economic outlook to reflect the impact of the Russia-Ukraine war on the markets. This report calls for higher commodity prices, higher production expenses, and higher food costs than reported in the March update. FAPRI forecasting 2022 net farm income to be on par with last year, with higher crop and livestock prices offsetting the increases in expenses and drop in government payments. The White House proposed a $33 billion funding request for Ukraine. It includes $500 million for U.S. farmers. The plan calls for marketing loan rate increases and promotes double cropping soybeans after wheat with hopes of filling the food security gap caused by the war. Former USDA chief economist Joe Glauber says this type of intervention does not make sense for any- Thing other than political reasons. Flabber was at the USDA during the Obama administration. When it comes to making big decisions on global food security, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack told ag reporters this week he's calibrating the importance of production and profit.
2: Clearly the world is going to need more production uh, in terms of the, being able to make up for the production losses that are going to occur in Ukraine.
3: The world is concerned if there will be enough food to satisfy the needs of developing countries in Africa or the Middle East. Vilsack says it is a tricky balancing act. Anything could tip it.
2: We're navigating it. Uh, you know, we our CRP program, we basically trusted farmers We say, look, here's the program. You all can make the right decision for your operation. We trust you. Uh, and indeed, farmers have made that decision. Um, we're basically saying look uh, if you have the opportunity to double crop we ex- we understand and appreciate that there are risks associated with that how can we help mitigate those risks
3: most retail fertilizer prices moved higher in the last week of April according to DTN's weekly survey of ag retailers prices of anhydrous map and uan32 were at all-time highs the price tag for urea and uan28 declined slightly the Federal Reserve Bank raised interest rates a half percent. That was as expected. It is the largest increase in more than 20 years. In a news conference, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said additional half-point increases could be justified in June and July. Based in Rugby, North Dakota, First International Bank and Trust Branch Manager Tanner Johnson says interest rate increases are necessary.
1: In order to curb some of these high-priced, well, whatever it is, uh, pieces of machinery, um, expenses, To curb that, we need to see higher rates to kind of ease the spending on consumers.
3: Grand Farm will now have a permanent location in North Dakota. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Sierra Doctor reports. Grand Farm has announced
4: their new site location will be near Castleton, North Dakota. Emerging Prairie CEO Greg Taveen says the proximity near the interstate and smaller community were the deciding factors.
3: Uh, we're just excited to be in the neighborhood with a tremendous community, have a uh, great education system, agribusinesses, incredible producers. We just feel as if uh, the stars align and we found a great piece of land.
4: The new location is set to break ground next winter and will sit on 140 acres of land right off the
3: Lynchburg exit. Reporting Agriculture's Business, I'm Sierra Doctor for the Red River Farm Network. The Castleton City Council approved moving forward with a proposed soybean crush plant. Consolidated Grain and Barge General Manager of Market Development Eric Cruzine says the next steps in the process include working with townships and going through the permitting process.
4: And then work forward to uh, getting closer to construction.
3: Construction on the $400 million soybean crush plant is expected to begin this summer. If there's one thing Northern Plains farmers know, it's that disaster relief programs aren't quick. While livestock producers are in the process of getting their first round of drought relief payments from the USDA Farm Service Agency, Crop producers are still waiting on disaster relief. North Dakota Senator John Hoven says the USDA should provide more details to farmers this month on how the new WIP Plus program works.
2: By June, they're actually, uh, you know, folks are signing up in there and they're getting that uh, to our farmers.
3: The Red River Farm Network's Washington Watch coverage is presented by the Minnesota Corn Growers Association. With a look at this week in news, I'm Kara Hart on the Red River Farm Network.
2: Here's Ken Dibert from BASF. Yeah, 2022 will be all about a solid residual weed control program to help stretch that glyphosate and Liberty supply.
4: And Ingenia and Zidua, for example, may be applied pre up to V6 in dicamba-tolerant soybean. And this will help reduce your need for glyphosate and Liberty and help ease those supplies. Ingenia and Zidua may be applied pre and post to maximize those yields. Talk to your local retailer about using the most flexible residual program for dicamba-tolerant
2: soybean. The impact of back-to-back spring storms linger long after the snow has melted. Ranchers have suffered significant losses to their livestock herds, buildings, and fences. The North Dakota Stockmen's Association and North Dakota Stockmen's Foundation have created a disaster relief fund to support these ranchers. You too can contribute to this effort. Visit the Hope After Haley tab on the North Dakota Stockmen's Association website to find out more. This message comes to you, courtesy of the Red River Farm Network.
4: With a look at weather this week in agriculture, I'm Sierra Doctor for the Red River Farm Network. Planting in parts of Minnesota, North Dakota, and Manitoba are expected to remain on hold as warmer and sunny weather gives way to more frequent rain showers over the weekend and into next week. World Weather Incorporated expects frequent rounds of rain to stall or delay field work for the next week to 10 days. Northern Plains farmers will be waiting a little longer before getting into fields for spring planting. The weather model forecast for the next two weeks has more rain. Here's World Weather Incorporated Senior Ag Meteorologist Drew Lerner.
1: We thought originally we would be able to get uh, into the fields uh, around mid-month or shortly thereafter, but now we've got a return of a fairly uh, uh, frequent Uh, weather pattern rainfall pattern that's going to begin this weekend and the way it looks right now is just one little disturbance after the other and each one of these systems are not necessarily large volume rain producers but they do perpetuate precipitation in the region frequently enough that there would be very little drying time between each little wave of moisture.
4: Learner forecasts very short periods of dry weather.
1: But the way it looks right now, it's going to be very difficult for us to meet that mid-month uh, time schedule that we were looking at before. And now, if we have rain in a portion of the northern plains and eastern parts of Canada's prairies on a near daily basis for 10 days, obviously the moisture profile that we have right now, which is already quite wet in some areas, is not going to change any and so we're still going to be as wet as we are now if not wetter Uh, by the time we get out ten days well you know that puts us into the second half of the month before we can resume the drying trend so that's where the concern lies
4: planting season is on pause waiting for fields to be fit peaver south dakota farmer bob metz is like most farmers in the region
1: well, it's it's just like everywhere else. We're cool and wet. Uh, you know, last weekend, if you needed rain, it was the most beautiful rain you could have ever asked for. came nice and everything, but just too much, and it's all running off, and the tiles are running full. Um, just too bad it wasn't in the middle of July.
4: The delayed start to the season will shorten the window for planting and applying fertilizer. In east-central Minnesota, Sherburne County, Minnesota Corn Growers Association District Field Manager Macy Collar says a few farmers have started planting. There has been a couple of farmers out and about in my neck of the woods that have been able to finally start getting out there and getting some corn in the ground. So uh, slowly but surely, we are starting to make a little bit of progress. So we're looking forward to some drier and warmer temps. Another cold, wet week delayed planting progress in Minnesota. The National Agricultural Statistics Service says 1% of the spring wheat is seeded. That's far behind the pace of 64% last year and the average of 24%. Very limited field activity has been seen for any of the major crops. 93% of Minnesota's topsoil moisture is in adequate to surplus condition. 82% of the topsoil North Dakota is considered adequate to surplus. 5% of the spring wheat is planted. That compares to 39% one year ago. Canola, barley, and durum planting has just started with each crop reporting 1% of the planting complete. Spring wheat planting is nearing the halfway point in South Dakota. That's well behind last year, but near the norm for this date, 3% of South Dakota's corn and 1% of soybeans are planted. 14% of the corn nationwide is in the ground. That compares to an average for this date of 33%, Soybeans are within trade expectations at 8 percent complete. The planting pace is far behind normal in Iowa, Illinois and other parts of the Corn Belt. That's a look at weather this week in agriculture. I'm Sierra Doctor for the Red River Farm Network.
2: It takes balance to be successful in farming because what you get out of it depends on what you put in and West Central Ag Services understands that. Introducing Nutrition and Nutrient Efficiency Optimizer a biological product that naturally captures nitrogen from the air. It's a sustainable way to add balance to your traditional nitrogen methods and maximize your potential yield. Embrace a balanced approach to nitrogen management this way. West Central Ag Services, local, innovative, and customer-driven.
0: Before I started working as a soil scientist.
3: Before I became a systems engineer. I found out science is cool. I did my first lab experiment. In 4-H. In 4-H.
0: You
1: never know when a spark will ignite the imagination. That's why 4-H is fostering one million new scientists and engineers for America's future workforce. With the help of companies and universities around the country.
3: One million new scientists. One million new ideas.
1: Learn more at 4-H.org.